<laughs> Words. Oh my gosh. That's how you know that we don't have this pre-recorded every time. <laughs> I couldn't help it. I thought it'd be funny just to slurp, slurp that into the microphone. That was nice. Welcome back, everybody. Um, we have Tone back with us for this one. And uh, being that he's a healthcare professional. Eh. <laughs> As though you have any basis whatsoever. <laughs> I met him an hour ago. We're good. So, so we're going to talk about some of our hospital visits, some unusual experiences that we've had with the medical profession. And I'm sure Mr. Tone over here can enlighten us to the other side of that coin, right? From his point of view, as opposed to me as simply ever being a patient. And I know Josh has been a patient in many emergency rooms. I was going to say, too bad you don't live near me. You'd see me all the time. <laughs> and I think Buck may have been in the hospital a time or two. Yeah, because he didn't know how to shut up. Like once or twice. He <laughs> <laughs> uh, knew what was good for you. But I think most of my hospital visits have been since I was an adult. Um. I don't really remember ever going to the doctor much or Ooh, to the yeah. hospital when I was a kid. The butt bleeding one. That was a bad one for you. <laughs> <laughs> it was mesothelioma, right? Yeah. <laughs> you got to stop putting asbestos in there, man. <laughs> That's not how you do it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was we never uh, went to the doctor when I was a kid. Like, I cut my head open riding a motorcycle. It was butterflies. Um Unless I mean, unless it was a really serious thing, it wasn't like a doctor visit. Okay. Unlike my kids today, like, well, should I take them in? Should I not take them in? Yeah. It's usually, you default to, I'm going to take them in. So I really want to know where that line was on serious when you were a kid. I think there's it was skin. flexible. There's, <laughs> there's skin holding that arm on. He should be all right. He'll just fold it back up. It'll be good. But I never broke any bones or anything when I was a kid. It was all as an adult. Well, you don't know. You never went to the hospital for it. That's a You could have broken every bone and be like, meh. Well, I think I would have noticed if I broke every bone. Well, not at one time. (laughs) What's this lump on the floor? Look at me. I'm a puddle, guys. (laughs) (laughs) It's my superpower. No bones. It was the same for us. We were poor. Didn't go to the hospital much. Well, you were poor? Doctors. Yeah. Well, that's when we lived in a tent. Mine was poor. Yeah. You had enough for a tent, though, did you? His childhood (laughs) was barely. You weren't actually a poor then. (laughs) You were just lower middle class. Uh, but I went to the hospital once when I broke my arm and then once when my brother shot me with his, with a rifle, with a 22, but those are the only two times I went to the hospital. I have a question. Did you break your arm or did the guys at the basketball court do it? No, that was way before. Actually, I don't have memory of breaking my arm. It was when I was young enough that we actually still had a house. It was before my mom and dad lost the house and I rolled off of a bunk bed and landed on a, uh, one of those yellow Tonka dump trucks. Oh, those those things metal ones. Yeah. Indestructible devil. Yeah, my arm was not, but the but the truck was absolutely. It is strong. now. Didn't even scratch the window, did it? No. Yeah, mine doesn't have. Didn't windows. even disturb the driver. <laughs> the kids eventually the the windows have delaminated or whatever the term is enough in the sun that they don't exist anymore. The kids have punched them out or broken them, you know, because the best way to play with a Tonka truck when you're a kid is to beat it with sticks. It's not how I did it. I used yeah. to believe, believe <laughs> I four, not, I have four boys. They're destroying everything. We used to, when I was real small, like, I don't know, three, four years old, we'd sit inside the, the dump bed and go riding down hills in that thing. Yeah. You have no control whatsoever. Oh yeah. No, I'm, I'm aware yeah. of that. And I'm just thinking, how did you only break your arm? Well, 
children are mostly pretty pliable. Yes. Pretty mm-hmm. resilient. Unless you shake them. My hair is not good. Yeah. <laughs> That's only babies. They come with warning stickers you're allowed to remove when you take them home. People, That's what I don't understand. People shouldn't remove them, right? You it have, says right on there, don't shake them. You have to take a test to drive a car, but there's no test required to be a parent. Oh, there's a comedian out there, too. Uh, he talks about building a shed. How much time and effort and planning goes in to building a shed? It's not something you just go out and do it on the fly, yet you can accidentally make a baby. It's like, I just accidentally made life, but I can't build a damn shed. It's like, how difficult is this? It should be the other way. You should have to do all these steps to have a kid. And a I wish shed. I could accidentally make a shed. I know, right? I oh, really shed. Where'd this come from? <laughs> Was I sleepwalking again? Man, I'm so productive then. All right, so I have something to start for you guys. Oh, I can't wait. You were awfully quiet during this. Well, after yeah. after Darren getting all excited, I hope oh, it's good. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. I wasn't raised in a tent and broke all my bones. So. <laughs> oh, so nothing you say is going to be interesting. <laughs> so like you. Oh, <laughs> I'm just dumb. If you hang out with me. No, I'm not interested then either. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> so I got a story. Well, unless I- you like fish. Not the kind you eat. The kind yeah. you watch in tanks. Josh can really boil some fish, though. It's true. It's not nice, you guys. It's still too soon. <laughs> Something went emotion- wrong with his aquarium and he killed like a hundred of them. They all boiled because oh, wow. the heater never turned off. <laughs> Sardine. Well, that sucks. And they just want to make me fucking cry. I dropped the F-bomb because you deserved it, sir. It was, it, that's a very nice, easy, clear way to cut that out, though. Because <laughs> I yelled, you deserved it, sir? No, because you dropped the F-bomb. You just cut that right out. Well, you cut most of the things I say out. Back to tone. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. So this was. Like, and. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the first day I actually. So after you get out of school to uh, become a nurse, you actually have to do your practicum in a hospital. Your, your practicum. So don't say practicum. a word, Josh. Don't say a word. <laughs> Did I emphasize that wrong? Practicum? It's called a practicum. Josh has been practicing for years. <laughs> <laughs> I've ruined so many towels and socks. You wouldn't believe it. You're not even a nurse. I know. That's all it takes. God. I'd have so many degrees right now. Way more than three. (laughs) And back to our regularly scheduled programming. So, so, long story short. No, no, make it long. My preceptor, who was a really, she was a ball buster. Preceptor? Nice. Yeah, so basically, you have to follow That's before around. the post sector. <laughs> you have to follow around a nurse who's actually got experience. Uh, so busting my, balls. Yeah, sounds well, like a terrible first day. I'm sure she has tons of experience busting balls. But regardless, we my first night. I mean, I was just nervous as hell. I mean, it was my first night. I was working all night. This lady was just watching everything I was doing, and this lady comes in with altered mental status, which basically means she comes in she like Josh. Yeah, pretty okay. much. Yeah. Except except probably in better condition. <laughs> <laughs> she was like 80, so hot. <laughs> <laughs> Those silver alerts are put out by dudes who are just looking to get a date. It's like this person in this car is over 80. Find her for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm constantly I find silver alerts all the time. I bet you do. <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> like I heard you were <laughs> So this lady comes in and as I said, it's my first night, so I'm nervous, and this lady's just staring at everything I'm doing, so they don't know what's going on. So 
everybody piles in the room. It's like six or eight of us and they're doing everything. They're putting an IV in and they're putting on a monitor and everything else. So my preceptor looks at me and says, go get the thermometer. We need to take our temperature, make sure you don't have a fever. So I run out of room. I'm not very familiar with this hospital. I see a thermometer on the wall. So I just grabbed the first thermometer I see. Now I'll preface this with saying you have two types of thermometers, <laughs> the blue ones for your mouth, the red ones for your record. Uh, I have to say, you said it was on the wall. I'm thinking one that you hang in your garage. <laughs> it looks like a gun <laughs> rack. See what the normal thermometers? I'm running in with this like 12 inch long thermometer. It's in a plastic case and everything I get with birds on it. It's like, I got the thermometer, guys. I don't think it's going to fit. No, it fit all right. So <laughs> I made it fit. I, I bring it in. And so this lady is like really confused. She could barely tell us her name. Her eyes are rolling back in her head. And I come in with the thermometer and I pull it out and I put it in her mouth and all of a sudden she gets really clear and says this tastes horrible (laughs) and I look down and the thermometer has a red top and I'm just like oh crap literally (laughs) do you guys not sanitize in between no one cares what goes in their butt well it gets better because you know the little plastic thing that you put on it I didn't put the plastic thing on it. So, it was no just bare thermometer, shield. like right in her mouth. So she doesn't know anything except for something. Her mouth tastes horrible. And my preceptor is just looking at me. I'm like, Oh shit, I just failed. I was like, they're going to kick me out of the hospital. Then a the doctor's looking at me and I'm just like, I don't know what to do. So at this point, it's already there. <laughs> yeah, well, just, I left it there. It there. Good news, everybody. We know she has hepatitis. <laughs> <laughs> let's cross that one off as far as what we've done diagnostically yeah so it, it, it gets all done and then i get yelled at by my preceptor later on and for, for what for- <laughs> <laughs> he forgot the, the little sleeve <laughs> so if you put the sleeve on does it matter which one you use uh technically not really but that's they're, they're supposed to be i never want to I thought they used the thermometer when they put it in your ear or something like that. That's an infrared thermometer. That's different. They don't. They can't use that in your butt. Yeah, the infrared. Yeah. <laughs> it's so accurate. It's horrible. It just depends on how hard you push. Just ram it in. <laughs> Do you have to have a really long cone on it? That's the question. It's the size of a finger. Your yeah, thermometer's the size of a finger. No, the cone on the end of the infrared one. I go to doctors a lot. That's how they do it. <laughs> Right? That's how no. doctors do it? With their finger? Yeah. No. That's what? about right. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how they take temperatures? Your doctor does. It's like, it's like checking the bath for your kid or something. Oh, well, ser- That's no, seriously. Hot. That's not how they take temperatures nowadays? <laughs> what? With your finger. You're going to the wrong doctor, Josh. <laughs> not going to that dude's house anymore. <laughs> yeah, I came in for a cough and you shoved his finger right in my butt. Yeah. That was normal. He's checking my prostate. I had a fever. Maybe it's enlarged. I don't know. <laughs> two birds, one stone. Yeah, two drones, one stone. Don't want to have prostate cancer. He's being <laughs> thorough. Like 30 years ago, there was a Saturday Night Live skit where the doctor comes up to the guy and he, and he doesn't show anything, but you know he's grabbing him below the waist and he's like, all right, now cough. Oh, cough again. All right, now turn your head and cough. Now give me a cough. Okay, now cough. And he does this over and over again. He goes, hold on a second. And he goes out and he grabs someone else. And they come in there. Here, feel that. Now cough. And then the, it was a lady that came with him. He was like, oh, 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 I feel that. Yeah, okay, cough. And they back and forth. All right, now one for me. Now cough for me. All right, cough for me. And they go back and forth and back and forth. And then finally a doctor comes in here. And goes, what the hell are you two doing in here? I told you to get out of here. <laughs> that ranks up there with the, uh, the guy who's doing a prostate exam for somebody. 
He's like, all right, now, Ben, lean forward, put your hands on the table. We're going to do this. It'll be over real quick. Uh, two hands on his shoulder, and then he gets the prostate exam with two hands still on his shoulder. He's... <laughs> He had, he had somebody else in the room come in. He didn't realize had a hand on his shoulder. <laughs> doing the thing. He's like, holy. Oh, that explains a lot. So it's a confession. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's when they were taking his temperature. It's supposed, it's supposed to be a secret. Fahrenheit tone. and Celsius. <laughs> They're the same thing. Just doing both at the same time. <laughs> That's what she said. So funny story when Josh got oh, blown up in oh, Afghanistan. Oh, yeah. This oh. is going to be funny. Josh got blown up. This is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so he had some oh, back how issues. How is this funny? It was how funny? Is this funny. He got blown up. It was hilarious. He no, almost died. It was. Ah! That was what got the ball rolling. The me well, almost dying made it funny. No, the ball <laughs> wasn't rolling. That was the problem. That. <laughs> so I was tired. Leave Josh me couldn't have a movement for quite some time. So long story short, uh, I was sitting down when I got blown up, and my ass took a pounding. <laughs> and it wasn't Saturday. <laughs> or Thursday. Or Friday. <laughs> or the second Tuesday of every month. But no, so whatever happened with the physics words and stuff happening when you get blown up, um, I thought I broke my tailbone. Wait, quick question. So was the bomb under you? I mean... Not me you. specifically, underneath the truck we were in. Okay, gotcha. So it was almost directly underneath us. Um, me and our guy, it was, I think they estimated 180 pounds. It was a pretty substantial blast. It cracked yeah. the hole of the truck. Oh, damn. I get yeah. the goosebumps still. Just thinking about that. Because I didn't know, we didn't know it at the time, obviously. So, Ooh, 165. Yeah. <laughs> we were just impressed after, so we came to, and we're looking out. I'm like, I don't have any steps over here, Gray. Do you? No, because our gas tanks were gone. It's like, well, it's getting hot in here. Turn the truck back on. And it started <laughs> with no gas tanks and ran for about five minutes. And I'm like, I didn't process this until after he started. I'm like, how the hell is this going on? How big is the gas line that this is running into? But anyway, so we got blown up and the adrenaline and everything kicked in. So I was good to go. Once we were done with the post-blast recovery, they have us sit down in the truck and do the mace test. And how retarded are you because you got blown up? Apparently very they had no baseline, so they thought yeah. he was really screwed up. <laughs> it's like, what's today? Uh, yes. Church? <laughs> what? That's, this is flurm. I'm just throwing out word in words. But then the aching and the hurting and the ouchies, ouchies started to, to kick, kick in. We go back, and Darren makes us go to the aid station. Is that where he got the AIDS? <laughs> <laughs> That's a conspiracy theory, too. I don't know if you knew that one. Uh, yes. That's how I got it. It's not funny. It affects millions. I don't think that's true. It affects Magic Johnson. I don't think that's true. Does it? <laughs> <laughs> He's afflicted with it? I don't think Afflicted is probably negative. Like, it's actually affecting you. He just has it. He has pre-AIDS, I guess. He used to be afflicted with it. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we go to the aid station, and that's when I realize I'm like, my ass hurts. <laughs> so bad like they're like here sit on the bed i'm like i ju- i sit on the bed i'm like nope that's not happening they're like why i'm like it hurts somebody and just tried to blow a truck through it yeah <laughs> they nearly succeeded apparently so they're like all right it's like so apparently again this may not be true so th- from your medical profession they have to check to see if you've perforated your colon 
Yes. Manually. Without Not that fingers. I perforated it manually. They have to check manually. <laughs> <laughs> I was in there with a coat hanger. Bam, it's but, perforated. But with something that has more sensitivity than fingers. No. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I can't remember very well. They might have started with x-rays. Because they took a lot of x-rays. I don't remember if they ended up doing it manually. X-rays or not. of your colon? No, of pretty much my... Everything. Everything from the waist up because my back hurt. My neck. They're like, what's wrong? Like, pretty much my back hurts. My neck hurts. My shoulders hurt. My head hurts. My eyes hurt. My ears hurt. That's all right. Let's check your butt. (laughs) (laughs) That's the root of it all. Yeah, let's check that box, I guess. (laughs) So we go through x-rays. I I know that was part of it, but I'm in there and they're like, all right, we're going to have to check to make sure you didn't perforate your colon. Like, all right. And the first person that was in there was like a six, seven black guy ripped. Hands like a gorilla, like huge, like tear a phone book in half. And he's like, all right, we're going to check. I'm like, oh, <laughs> he's like, don't worry. It's not going to be me. And then this small Asian woman comes in. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> I find out during the process, though, she's a trainee. So mm. instead of it being, no, 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 yeah. no, you pronounce that wrong. It's tranny. <laughs> <laughs> That's also a medical condition. <laughs> Leave it alone. <laughs> but no, so so she comes in, small Asian woman, really small hands. Turns out she's a trainee. Tranny, whatever. So she used her whole fist. Yeah, I got fisted. It was terrible. <laughs> no, uh, so she does the thing, and then she looks at the guy. So what am I feeling for? Awesome. No. And I'm just, I'm just standing there. And he's like, all right, well, you hear. have to make like a little hook like this, and then you have to twist. You're feeling to see if there's anything you know, protruding through the colon or anything that's out of the ordinary. And she's just like hanging out in there. She's like, I don't feel anything. I'm like, you need to hurry because this is about to get really bad for both of us. Because <laughs> I'm just sitting there and I'm like, I don't know. I'm not into butt stuff in any way, but for whatever reason, you might know this as a medical person, not being into butt stuff, but um, <laughs> having a finger in there just hanging out really makes you want to go. <laughs> And I don't know if I was going to go or I was just going to shit her finger out. <laughs> but it was going to be bad. And I was not ready for that situation, especially with the mental state I was in. She's like, oh, it feels like a crushed soul. Yeah. <laughs> Why is it getting so tight? That's weird. <laughs> from that analysis, from the tranny, um, I didn't break my, or at least perforate my colon. I don't know if I believe that. But from the trainee doing a corkscrew for a half hour, it comes back that I'm going to go with no. So yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with no. That was my first experience I mean, with being gay. You might have had some some type of reaction after had you had a perforated colon. So she probably called it correctly. Maybe I just sat really hard the other way and it unperforated. Unperforated. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's a thing. It just it's like it self-sealing yeah, tires. <laughs> right? I don't know if you know this. My body is really efficient. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> Obviously, you're so efficient. Yeah, it sounds like they gave you some digital stimulation, uh, stimulation or it wasn't going to disimpact you. But well, the stimulation I thought would have been a good thing, but that was not what happened. <laughs> it, it, they gave me digital discomfort. <laughs> it started out that way. <laughs> no, it ended that way as well. It could. I'm just. I always feel so dirty when they do that too, because they no. do the whole thing and they just toss some tissues at you and say, "You can clean yourself up now." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I feel like a little, I feel like a whore after it. It's like, geez, 
At least leave some money on the nightstand before you go, I guess. So as a medical person. We're in the army. I'm pretty sure they didn't do anything like up to snuff. Well, I'm just asking tone that at what point do you and do going through these procedures day in and day out, it's just kind of a run of the mill day as opposed to us on the patient side of the house. Uh, experiencing the level of discomfort and I would say embarrassment while well, Josh probably doesn't ever suffer from embarrassment. No, I don't. I'm, I'm but, thinking, are you talking <laughs> about your butt bleeding? Yeah, that was a, that was a, yeah. What's it called? I can't remember. It was diverticulitis. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's butt bleeding, right? That, no, that's not what it is. That's, uh, that's we're going to go with this butt bleeding. <laughs> don't give me that medical mumbo jumbo. The bleeding is the result of the diverticulitis. Yeah, bleeding yeah, is it's the in result. the butt though. So it counts. <laughs> it didn't stay just, there. Just tell John to be gentle. <laughs> no pink sock for you. Um, <laughs> Josh thought he'd had diverticulitis his whole life. <laughs> Apparently, it's just the wrong dudes I'm hanging out with. Honestly, most of it is run-of-the-mill for us. I mean, you always have things that are going to be you know, outside the box. But for the most part, for everybody who comes in, it's the first time. And you're embarrassed for whatever reason, whether you're having diverticulitis or you're having like suspect of a perf bowel. I mean, some people come in with just... You know, they haven't gone to the bathroom like a week. You have to disimpact them. So having some stranger bend over and stick a couple fingers up your bottom is just, it's painful. And it it's sucks Thursday, for both of us. But. It's a Friday. <laughs> it's a Saturday. But then is you that have, what they're doing? They're disimpacting me every day? <laughs> but then you have weird stuff that comes in. Like uh, we've had people come in with like, uh, you guys have heard of pica, right? Oh, yeah. They eat, they eat the weird stuff. stuff. Yeah. I've had, I had this one guy who came in and uh, I thought. I would like to say this is the only time it ever happened, but it hasn't. He came in because one of the things he liked to eat was feces. And he, one of the things he liked to say was, you know, once you get fast, the first two, once you get past the first two bites, it's not so bad. Ah! So first two bites ever or every time, every time. Why would you put yourself through it every time though? Well, it's not like he wants to do it. I mean, obviously it's a he does. Yeah. He's yeah. compelled. So he really wants. That's all it is. He really wants to do it. No, he really feels like he has to do it. Yeah, same there's thing. a difference. No, it's like crack. Wanting and needing are two different things. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like crack. You do it a couple times. You just got to get past those first two, and then you really want to do it. I'll take your word for it's it. It's a compulsion, right? Really like it. No, that's <laughs> that's not how a compulsion is. Most compulsions people right. don't really Dr. like. They just Tone. feel like they have to. And then we have. <laughs> I had this one guy come in once, and this was. This is probably about why well, I don't want to say what the time period was, but he came in and he came in on a stretcher and it had like a sheet over him and it was just like, just like brown and red already see sheet. And we're like, what he had diverticulitis. No, <laughs> he had a fetish of putting things inside his rectum. Damn near killed him. Yeah. Damn near <laughs> killed him. I'm waiting because I have, I have a suspicion of what he put in there. All right. What's your guess? Uh, one of two things, uh, something glass, no, but or, this happened before. Or a plunger, and he slipped and fell. No, it was a plunger. It didn't slip and fell. But here's the thing about the plunger. He didn't How did I call in. that, right? He did not put the plunger in handle first. What? He put the plunger in. What? Yes. Yes, he put it in the bristles so, first. Bristles? That, okay. Yeah, a plunger or a toilet, toilet brush? brush. No, a I'm toilet sorry. Brush. Toilet brush. I was, saying right. plunger I was really brush. excited. No. I got plunger right on the second round. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Yeah. Did he have like a severe itch and he really needed to scratch it <laughs> no. with so bristles? He, 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 he so, said plunger and I'm like, I'm not even surprised he put it in opposite. I just hope he sterilized it. I, I hope he sterilized it too. Yeah, I mean, because there's so many questions I have about that. I don't know why he put the bristles in first. Like I had one guy came it's in like with a, a light bulb, but he put the light bulb in 
with the screws first, so the fat part was on the end. So we couldn't dare. get it out. It was a tear. Oh, I bet I could yeah. light this up if I think about it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> touch, a, touch a nine volt battery in my tongue. And see what <laughs> but how could you tell if it was lit? <laughs> well, everybody helping screw it in is what's yeah. gonna do it. They had to hold him down to do it. Well, at least he's dry threading that shit in. Yeah. And the, the toilet brush guy, he uh, he actually had it inside his rectum for a while, and he had diarrhea and just like sprayed over the side. And that's when he decided to call nine one one because his wife was coming home. He didn't want her to see him with the toilet brush. At least he didn't try to just cut it off or just cut cut a hole in his pants and just pretend he had a tail. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to work? Yeah, I'm a janitor. Just hold hold on to the the end and I'll clean a toilet for you. (laughs) (laughs) Supervisor just hold the brush. He's over there. Scrubbing away. (laughs) So, yeah, those are weird days for us. But, I mean, for the the patient, if it's kind of embarrassing, it's all just, you know, weird for them. So as far as it goes, I don't know if you guys have empathy for him at that point or not, but I wouldn't. You you couldn't. I mean, you got to help him. You'd be like, oh yeah, I gotta, you know. Well, just empathy. Well, it's because not like they were disc- coming like you, dumbass. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, that would be me. if you were Doctor House. A, you would. I'm not a nurse or anything. I can't be. I know I'm aware. I can't be in certain professions. <laughs> Apparently, he's not allowed within 50 meters of an elementary school. Can't be a teacher because yeah, I don't have a degree. The police told me so. That and I can't sell drugs. Because that's illegal. Everyone knows that. So, but no, I couldn't. Like they would come in, and I'd be like, "You're, you're an idiot." No, I'm gonna, just, I'm gonna not sedate you. We're gonna rip this thing out, and then hopefully they can stitch you up in time. But if not, eh. no, you have empathy even for the guy. So one the toilet brush guy, I wouldn't have empathy for. Maybe yeah. it's because I'm a psychopath. I don't know, but I wouldn't give a shit. Well, you just—he's not there because we don't see people on their best days. We see people on their worst days, and we all have bad days. I've never had that bad of a day <laughs> yet. <laughs> yet. No. If a, a toilet brush ever goes in my ass, brush first. There is a crazy story behind how that happened, and it wasn't my hand inserting it. Well, here's a question: Why did you emphasize brush first? <laughs> Valid point. Oh, because I can pull it out, handle first, obviously. Nice. Yeah. I mean, well played. Yeah, yeah. Nice save. Yeah. So do you? We've already talked about the amount of things I've had in my butt. So obviously, it's so a you, lot. So you have no doubt been the attending who has discharged some of these people, and you've had to write discharge instructions. I'm assuming. Uh, for Don't most put of these stuff things, in your butt for 48 nurse, hours. So I was not. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was gonna say I want like as a, as the doctor I wonder what your your discharge instructions are like no more brushes in the booty <laughs> no no I Not hope all this technical. is what this is what should happen in my opinion for for the future you should have the technical one all typed up and given to them and stuff but then you should have just a general word document with no letterhead or anything like that that just tells them how fucking stupid he is and not to do said things about putting stuff in your butt just berate him. And since there's no actual letterhead or anything, it's like, I didn't type that. I don't know how it got in there. I don't know why. Because yeah. he'll probably go home and come back with, who gave this to me? It's like You obviously brought that in yourself because you're embarrassed. You put a toilet brush up your butt. You would be surprised how many people put things up their butt. No, I wouldn't. There but are a lot. We work in an airport, and you'd be surprised <laughs> at what people, not so much how many people, but what people put in their butt. They yeah. bring stuff through. It's like, I, I, I don't know how that would fit. 
You'd be surprised. Granted, How did I, you get a dozen eggs and why? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just concerned for where you're gonna, what you're going to do. You need an incubator. I mean, you're obviously too warm to keep those eggs in a healthy temperature. But you put them in and you poop out chickens. That'd be impressive. I'd watch. Even chickens don't do that. No, if you, if, <laughs> <laughs> it's just not efficient, right? Another thing I've always happens. wanted to be a mom. <laughs> Another thing that happens is you'd be surprised how many people have taken uh, help for their erection and it went too far and they got priapism and they've had like, oh, the oh. erection for hours and hours. And I'm sorry to tell you, but the best fix for that when they come in, we take four big ass needles and stick it in the side of your junk and drain the blood or give them something yep. like epinephrine. It's and good, it's when big. it's done, it looks horrible yeah it looks it like a sounds raisin. like it would look horrible <laughs> it looks like it looks like a raisin no, do you the ever normal recover raisin. from that well and here's here's the kicker you have to work out it depends how long you've actually had it because anything over i think it's 12 hours you have nerve damage and you will never ever get another erection challenge accepted <laughs> <laughs> no because it's uh the blood goes in there and it's not able to leave right so it actually starts to coagulate or something like that and that's why well it has to be a certain period of time or not just the nerve damage, but like I don't I don't know if sepsis or something like that will set in depending on how long it goes. But it's a well, it's a the, serious medical condition. It, it can be serious if it's not fixed because the cells all have a certain amount of pressure, and having that constant pressure in there ruptures the cells. Is it osmotic pressure? It's turgor pressure. What is it? Turgor. Turgor. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't close at all. <laughs> But that wasn't one of the words he looked up on his way over here. Yeah. Had nothing to do with conspiracy theories. <laughs> the nerve damage curious. just comes from the constant pressure against it. And after, I mean, nerves like anything else, you, if they don't get any flow, they die. So they get nervous. The funny part is, though, when they come in for the checkup, the doctor always has to inspect it. So they sit on a stool and they're like right there in front of this guy, like holding his junk in front of back. It just looks like something else. <laughs> <laughs> so at least, not, at least they'll have bent over the table looking at it. Yeah, that's why I can never be a doctor. Things Dude, your junk Exactly tastes. like that. I can never be a doctor. That wouldn't bother me none. I know it wouldn't bother you at all. I mean, yeah. you could pick your field. <laughs> <laughs> junk inspector. <laughs> <laughs> there's an opening. Wow. I don't know why there's so many openings for this job. It's hands-on. You make lots of new friends. And it's always exciting. You never know what you're going to see. Yeah. But no, you have to have empathy for everyone. Especially when people call you names. A lot of times when I was working in the emergency department, the people you're helping are the same ones like cussing you out like left and right. And then they're really nice at the end. Some of them. Probably not. I wanted that brush. (laughs) 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 Or the people who come in who OD and you have to give them like Narcan. So have you guys ever given Narcan before? Yeah. All the time. I've seen it. Yeah. So you've you've seen it. You see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, I saw it on cops once. Yeah. So the average person thinks you give someone Narcan and needs to wake up. They're like, oh, hey, what happened? No, you are rapidly pulling that drug out of system and they feel horrible. I mean, they wake up pissed off, yelling, mad. I've had people begging me to put it back in because it's, yeah, it's. You uh, talking about the Narcan or? <laughs> no, they, no, they, yeah. I wasn't actually at work that day, guys. <laughs> Funny story. <laughs> Was it Thursday at my house? No, Wednesday. Oh, I don't do it on Wednesdays, Tony. <laughs> It works. I didn't even say it. That's good. Is but that yeah. where you're going with Wednesday? <laughs> or is that just a coincidence? That's just a coincidence. Nice. But yeah, I mean, the first time I did Narcan, I was not 
You aware. did the Narcan? You are just like, I'm going to try this. Well, I gave it to a patient. Oh, I was okay. not aware of the response they were going to have. <laughs> and this guy, he was just, I mean, he just, he was already handcuffed to the bed. He had tattoos all over the place, including his face. There were cops on the outside and he just woke up like pissed. He was shaking the whole bed. It's like, what'd you do to me? And I was like, well, we just took the drugs out of your system. It's like, well, put that shit back in. <laughs> you made me really sad. I don't like it. But yeah, I mean, I didn't have any empathy for him. He was a jerk. Yeah. Well, well I imagine when most you, people when you that tattoo drugs your are. face, it's not because you're an upstanding citizen generally. Yeah. I mean, look, you might be a car. Really? Because that's what's tattooed against his face. Upstanding <laughs> citizen. <laughs> it didn't say like, he had me so fooled until he showed up in handcuffs. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so when you do like your training stuff, uh, all I've done is like the TC3, which is a tactical combat casualty care or combat lifesaver in the military. But I got everything the, I we, got to kill pigs. Everything oh, we yeah, do. Yeah, he told me about that. Oh, he did? Yeah. It was so crazy. Thanks for interrupting. That's <laughs> what I do. I know. But uh I did interrupt. <laughs> 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 but uh like you know, we have to give each other IVs and all that stuff. And then one of the worst things I had to do is to receive the nasal pharyngeal airway when you're awake. Oh, did they tell you about the pop? Oh, yeah. But it it, nev- it doesn't prepare you for that. <laughs> and uh, it's so uncomfortable because they even tell you when they're do- usually someone's unconscious when they do this. And then, no, you get it from somebody else who's never done this before. I had a doctor try to do it to me. It didn't work. Because the nose, how surgery, could you miss? Right? No, I have a big nose, but, <laughs> but everything on the inside is really messed up. Apparently, because so like if you get a lot of resistance, you shouldn't go for it. I guess at that point they got it like <laughs> that's this, always good life advice. They got it like this far in, and it's like crinkling up on itself. It's yeah. Like it's not going. I'm that's like, never yeah. a good sign. Yeah. Oh, it's I've had surgeries, and it's it's fun. I, I got another I mean, story for you. you. I don't know if you can do this, but no. Oh wow! Yeah, there's not a whole lot in there anymore. He's talking about his head. I was about to <laughs> right where I was going. Because well, I will. I'll blow my nose and then it'll stick like this. And I'll be like, all right, got to put that oh, shit damn. back. Unglue it. So, yeah, right? It's my snap on. <laughs> Here's our experience. So are you guys familiar with uh, small bowel obstruction? Oh, yeah. All the time. No. So basically, for it's, whatever it's, reason, you get a blockage in your bowel. So you start having abdominal pain. Then you start vomiting. And eventually, if you don't take care of it, you're going to start they call it coffee ground amesis. It's like dry blood that you're throwing up. That's not the worst part. So what happens is, but wait, there's more, but wait, but there's more. <laughs> what we have to do is we actually have to put in the nasogastric tube and start draining their stomach. But sometimes people will actually start defecating out of their mouth. And if you want to see a horrible look on someone's face as they're throwing up, sometimes semi-solid feces, and they know what it is, and they can taste it on the way out. And you see the tears streaming down their eyes. That is a horrible, yeah. horrible experience. This is a South Park episode. Have you seen it? Uh-uh. It's reverse eating. I'm actually. <laughs> <laughs> they put sandwiches in their butt. And they poop out their mouth. They were That's lying. So oh, that would be. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a bowel obstruction, and then it comes out the mouth. It's, it just takes longer terrible. than what they probably presented it. Yeah, is. I bet it tastes terrible. So, well, I don't yeah, know this that is it not necessarily tastes terrible. But my, so my dad had. Colon I'm pretty cancer sure shit tastes terrible. That that happened to him a, a few times delicious. as well. So he'd have to go. They'd have, but since he had cancer and the, you know tumors would just start to regrow right. around it, so they'd have to go and reroute his bowels periodically. I think it, so. He got diagnosed in oh one no oh four. 
he went under the knife for the first time. I'd say probably by the time he died, uh, like right about 10 years later, a little less than 10 years later, uh, he had to have his bowels rerouted like six times, seven times. So not the, and every single time it was the same thing. Like he'd be throwing up feces and yeah, that that's a, that's a horrible thing. And the weirdest part, Dad, your breast smells like shit. And sometimes it just smells like shit. Yeah, well, I know you don't say stuff like that to your dad. You're just like, oh, you should have because you told me stories. He would drive in the car and lock the windows, and then he had that little valve to release the pressure in his bowels. Oh, that's a horrible smell. He would open it up, and nobody could roll down a window. (laughs) That's a horrible smell. You told me that story, and I'm like, he 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 had done that before. That was horrible. (laughs) (laughs) It's like he had to move in with me when he was at the you know at the terminal state when he was like so like he lived with me, and once you dump that bag once. Your bathroom smells like that permanently. That is a permanent smell that does not go away ever. That's really and it doesn't smell like poop. It doesn't smell like poop. It's way worse. It's way worse than poop. It's way way worse. Because so when you actually get the poop out of your butt, your body's actually removed a lot of um, nutrients, electrolytes, and everything else from it. When you have a colostomy bag, all that stuff is right there and rancid. So it smells. And the higher you are to the iliac, the worse it is. Yeah, the damn iliac. So. <laughs> so it's called iliac disease, right? No. <laughs> so the ilium is where all that is processed. So all that gas and the gas comes out like everyone, constantly. everyone knows that. I mean, come on. <laughs> Don't treat our listeners like they're dumb tone. <laughs> so Anyway, unfortunately for your dad, once they actually start vomiting the feces, when they're done, they all just take their tongue and like run it across their teeth. It's like ah. a subconscious thing. Yeah. And you just, they're like, I'm so sorry, but you see all the pieces like stuck in their oh. teeth. And they're like, nah, nah. is that a bean skin? <laughs> I don't do that. I throw up and then I just go rinse my mouth out. I'm, I'm not, I'm never going. And yeah. I throw up a lot. You do throw up a lot. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming the feces is a little more sticky than regular yeah. vomit. I don't know. I've never had it. But I've seen it enough times. They know, please, God, never let that happen to me. You have to have a special toothbrush. I have my normal one. Then I have my poop mouth one. <laughs> it's a toilet brush. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I use Bristles first. I use it the right way now. <laughs> that and no light bulbs in your mouth. Actually, I have seen how they do that. Like little kids will put light bulbs in their mouth because they're idiots. And they'll do it big end first. They're, they're and then- children. They're not idiots. <laughs> It's the same thing. They haven't learned self-preservation yet, we, so they're idiots. We learned previously that idiot is actually a legally defined term. I know. We don't know what that is yet, though. We do know what that is. It was oh. anybody with a, with an IQ of, I want to say it was under oh. 45. Yeah. I'm thinking about ugly. Oh, and by the way, Dason said that law in New Mexico is like 200% not in effect. Which one? <laughs> that an idiot idiots aren't allowed vote. to vote. Well, yeah, but it's still law. <laughs> It, it it's like all these laws like in uh ohio you can't paint bunnies or chickens it's still a law because it was based around animal cruelty stuff but it's not really enforced because no one paints bunnies or chickens by hand anymore you order them on amazon <laughs> duh. Hand by hand get, get out the airless <laughs> everyone knows there's so much more efficient ways crying te- on yeah technology can't keep up with the laws or the laws can't keep up with technology. I paint my chickens with an airbrush. Well, and some some laws give a more definitely definition. obsolete, such as no fellatio in Maryland. 
Who, how are they going to enforce that? Are they going to kick well, down your door? It's not obsolete. It's that just sounds like no, unenforceable. No. This sounds, is Maryland. That sounds like it's entirely possible. If you guns. wanted to watch, you could at least pay. <laughs> Damn cops! Maybe that's attack on law, kind of like that uh, that uh, cannibalism one, where it's like, oh, and we're fining you fifteen grand because that guy didn't say you could eat his arm. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I do find that funny. Cannibalism isn't listed as anything that's illegal in most of the states. I imagine the murder is where they get you. Maybe the kidnapping, murder. I was getting there. Maybe so he, maybe he came them, voluntarily. Maybe he came voluntary because he was curious what long pig tastes like. He's like, yeah, we can flay up a toe or something like that. He's like, oh, I want more than the toe. And this, it escalated to a murder, but there was no kidnapping. Do you remember that scary story from Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark? <laughs> where, that, where they found a toe in the garden and they pulled it up and then they cooked it and sliced off pieces and everybody ate it for dinner that night? No. You're talking I, about the I, book. Yeah. 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 I, know, I know the book you're that talking about. That was in the about. very first one of the scary stories of Tell in the Dark. The, he pulled it off, and, and uh, as he found a toe in the big, it was the kid, and he pulls it, and then eventually he. he Where's my yeah. toe? But it pops off, and then he takes it home, gives it to mom. Well, it's front man in the garden. He takes it inside. Mom cooks it up. Dad takes a slice. Mom takes a slice. Kid How takes big was this toe? Apparently monstrous. All but right. then, yeah, that night, the. Why would you eat a toe? Or Apparently they were not well off. It's just yeah, like you put hungry. a toilet brush in your butt. You don't know. They just—it was a compulsion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a toe eater. I can't help it. Toe jam and Earl. Yeah. So typically, <laughs> I like to think I'm the best patient ever when I go to the hospital. That's believable. Really? No, you not like in any it? way. No, no, I'm I'm always polite no matter what's going on. I would like, imagine you're trying to educate the doctor on what they should be doing. Nope, I come in there like... I saw so, this on WebMD. Yeah, no, I don't go in there for my arm hurts. I mean, we all know I don't go to the doctor for things hurting. You stick it out until you go to the doctor like that once a year. I'm sure they hate this. And they're like, all right, how are you doing today? I'm like, well, let me pull out my notebook. Um, I have this, I have this. And it's like, well, how long has this been going on? Uh, 11 months. It's like, that's a big deal. Well, that's why I came in. <laughs> i have it in my notebook See, yeah, right here. i wrote it down obviously but no so i went in i ended up getting like six stitches right there drilling holes in glass is a very delicate procedure and i wasn't very delicate when i started so i end up put my hand through it i got three stitches on this side and like six on this side i cut it i went like this my son was watching. He's like, I thought that was a bad idea. I'm like, well, why didn't you say it sooner? <laughs> you wouldn't have listened to yeah. him. I would have taken it into consideration. No, you would not. For half a second. Yeah. Done it anyway. and, you would have called then, him an idiot and no, then still. Hold the light. No. <laughs> so I hold that. My kids, I learned with one of them. One of the neighbor kids was playing a prank on my youngest. It was neighbor kid was 12. My youngest was five. They peed in a popsicle wrapper, one of the clear icy ones. And he was going around to all, all my sons to see if he could get them to, to drink or something like that. He got the five-year-old to do it. Oh, I was, I was fucking livid. Um, but my oldest son, before it happened, was trying to tell me. And I was focused on something else, and I was half paying attention to it. And that is the only time I've ever done that with my kids. I will not half pay attention or act like I understand what they're saying. If I don't understand, I'll be like, hold on one second, buddy. Let me finish this, and I'll pay attention because I can't do it. Because of that thing, because it could have prevented that whole thing from happening to my five-year-old if I would have just paid attention. So I don't do that anymore. So if he would have said something, I would have stopped and probably bet my hand is in a terrible spot. I should definitely move it to the other side that will break and cut me. Um, but as soon as it cut, I grabbed it because it's like I knew it was deep. 
It, yeah. it, it cuts so <laughs> first time in your life. <laughs> it, so, it was so deep I could like feel it. Like you know, I don't know. Pause. The, but, the butthole pucker. You know the butthole pucker. Like, Every time it's deep, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's when you, it's when you get something like you know what that is, right? Okay, yeah. It, it cut. And I was like, not good at all. So I'm like, Carson, get the door for you. Walk in, and the wife looks at me. She's like, you cut yourself, didn't you? I'm like, well, yeah. She's like. I don't care. It's like, I told you this was a terrible idea. I'm like, that's what you get. Yeah, basically. I'm like, all right, well, let's look at it over the sink. Yep, that's stitches. It's literally all took. I'm like, grab me some paper towels. I hold it. I'm like, all right, I'm going to the hospital. Carson's like, can I come with you? Absolutely. Hop in. So I drive my ass to the hospital. I'm halfway there. Start going into shock. They get that little tunnel vision. The, the, like, the heat starts to radiate from your eyeballs, you feel. And you just kind of like, <laughs> I, I don't know how else to describe it. You like start to get, like, you know it's coming. It's like, huh. So I pull over a little bit. I'm breathing. Carson's like, all right. I'm like, yeah, we just got to take a breather for a second. You know, we'll just walk it off for a second. That's how shock works. Just walk it off. Yeah, yeah that, that's exactly how shock works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I got the second one because it wasn't very far. I'm like, all right, I'm good. We'll get there. I pull in the parking lot, get out. I go in uh, and I walk in. I'm like, do you guys do stitches? <laughs> just checking yeah. for a friend. Like you guys do stitches? Like yeah, we do stitches. I'm like okay, I need some stitches. It's like all right, have you been here before? I'm like yeah, but real quick, I'm about to pass out. <laughs> like are you sure? I'm like yeah, I'm going to shock. This this is happening. It's like well, don't do that. Like, like oh, okay, right. <laughs> you've convinced me. I won't pass out now. Duly noted. But that's why I told him like I'm not. I'm along for the ride right now. This isn't my choice on this. Like all right. We'll get you back to the bed and have you do the paperwork. I said, well, that's a good idea. So they take me back to the bed. I'm still holding my hand like this because apparently that's what I did when it happened. But so I get back to the bed and I'm sitting there and I can still feel it. Tunnel vision's getting worse and you're just kind of starting to fade. And I'm I'm breathing through it, trying to, you know, walk it off. Like I said, it's like we're getting over this shock one way or another. Good thing you brought your kid for someone else to watch. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> well, he wanted to go. I'm like, sure. I'm like, worst case scenario, he has to climb from the back seat to the front seat to drive. That'll be super safe if I'm going 50 miles an hour. But so they come in. I'm like, all right. Like, how you doing? I'm like, I need a bowl. I'm like, why? I'm like, I'm about to throw up. Don't do that. Again. <laughs> <laughs> Again. <laughs> Not a choice at this moment. So they bring me a bowl. I'm like, give me a drink of water. So he brings me a drink of water. Very get, demanding. I am. Well, <laughs> I feel like at this point, me preventing them from having to clean up puke or me, my blood from me hitting the floor at some point in time, I feel like they'd appreciate this. Aren't you glad that they had empathy, Josh? Yeah. Oh, this one nurse was like, all, this one nurse, I'm pretty sure, is like part masochist. She was all about how deep this cut was and just seeing me get stitches and stuff like that. She's like, do you mind if I watch? I'm like, oh, I don't give a shit. But they brought me the drink. It, it washed over. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm good. They're like, all right, put your arm up here. We want to see it. So I put my arm up there. They have a little tray to just blood oozing out, just kind of covering the tray. They don't stop it or anything. The nurse is just kind of watching it happen. I don't say anything. I'm like, whatever. It's a ooze, not a squirt. Yeah. Well, I, no artery there, but she's enjoying watching this go down. <laughs> I'm like, whatever. And, and you can see like tendons and shit in there. Doctor comes in. He's like, well, what do we got? I'm like, I'm pretty sure I need stitches. So he's like, all right. So he does the lidocaine, does a bunch of stitches. Oh, wait, like, no, no x-ray to see if there's glass in there? No. Oh. He's badass like that. Okay. <laughs> oh. Can you see glass on an x-ray? You can see hard surfaces. Yeah, you can. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, no x-ray. I guess, I guess he just eyeballed that shit. He's like, oh, that looks good to me. But he gets done with it. He's like, all right, have a good day. I'm like, wait, what about the other side? So he looks at oh. the other side. I have three. I, have, I need three stitches on this side. He's like, all right. He goes, I have a question for you. I'm like, what's that? He's like, do you want me to stick you like six times with the lidocaine or we could just stitch it? I'm like, I don't know. Well, what do you think? He's like, I just stitch it real quick. I'm like, all right, it sounds fine. That was not fine. It was not fine. That was not <laughs> fine. He does the first one, and I I don't know what my reaction actually was. All I know is it hurt really bad. My brain shut off, and I was like almost in a standing position in the air from a laying down position that I was at. And he's like, all right. Second one, and I didn't even have a chance to say anything about, no, let's do the, let's do the lidocaine. And he was just like, whoop. And then he hit the third one, too. I'm like cold sweat and everything. Like that. He's like, all right, good job. Like, oh, thanks. It was great. Thanks. Let's do it My again. best work. And the nurse looks at me. She's like, that was awesome. I'm like, I'm never fucking doing that again. Like, that, was that was horrible. a good idea. I've never had stitches without freaking anesthetic. I didn't know how it would be. You have a gash in your hand, and he wants to sew it up with nothing in it. The gash didn't hurt. The gash didn't hurt. I was like, I can take it. Okay. Oh, you think I shouldn't? Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the the doctor going to save you two fifty on your bill. Yeah, the doctor was uh, retired Navy, so I mean, you should have known. Yeah, he was pretty (laughs) cool about it. He's like, he didn't say it wouldn't hurt. He just like, I can do it real quick, or we can do a bunch of sticks. You can wait a little bit. We can do it again. Yeah, whatever. Do it again. Just do it. I don't care. So you should tell people when they come in, I don't need none of that. You trick them. <laughs> trick them into taking it. You're like, ah, oh, oh, my bad. That's not the needle to do stitches. That's the one. Oh, God, there's so much anesthetic. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's really it's really for the code that you guys have to follow, the Hippocratic Oath. Do no harm. You're trying to help not do harm. They don't get a choice in the harm part. You can hurt them a little bit. That's allowed. I've read it. It's not true. I haven't read it. <laughs> Shocker. No, nobody thought you did. <laughs> yeah, I like to think I'm a really good patient because that's how all of them go. I'm super polite no matter what's going on. I go and I'm like, this really hurts. All right, let's check it out. Like, that sounds like a good idea. I'm just, I'm just all for it. Then I'll just ask questions. Do you have any questions? Yeah. Um, something about the medication or what do I do if it gets worse? Oh, it'll probably get worse, but you'll be fine. Oh, that's all I need to know. Thanks. Should I expect any side effects? If it falls off, come back. I've been told that multiple times. Do I have to bring it with me? You need a better hospital in. <laughs> I know it's doing great for me. I don't take my kids there, uh, but it's great for me. Like it's Is this the VA? No. <laughs> I've never had. Oh. Nope, I've never really had anything done through the VA. I did one of my annual exams. This was a couple of years ago. That's anal. <laughs> Funny you should mention that. I was there I was going to get my blood drawn. The guy comes in with the file. He's like, "Oh, did they give you the 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 cup for the urine and the the thing for the stool sample?" How are you drank it all? I was like, "I think there's been some misunderstanding here." He's like, "Well, you know, when you get older, you you have to do a stool sample." I'm like, "I'm not that eld, right?" And he looks at the file. He goes, "What's your name again?" I said, "Darren." Oh, I got the wrong file. Oh, yeah. That's you a don't look like you're sickle cell anemia. <laughs> you're doing really well. <laughs> when I got my vasectomy, I got it done by a urologist, and he came in. It's, That's who usually does it, I think. 
Okay. Just a homeless dude. Yeah. <laughs> that was he, my second choice. He, that, uh, yeah, he wasn't my first choice. But I, <laughs> but I shouldn't have. Uh, I shouldn't have gone with this doctor. And it was right off the bat because of something like that. He came in and he was like, "Hey, so uh, what's going on?" He seemed like a like a surfer guy from Southern California. Oh, totally, dude. He talked like that, and I should have known. Hey, you know, I'm going to go somewhere else. But uh, I continued to go down that path, and he he was like, "All right, so was this the first time you've been?" To a urologist, vasectomized, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, yeah, this is my first time. And he's like, really, you haven't been like six other times. And I was like, no. And he's like, huh? What's your name? <laughs> and I told him my name, and he was like, oh yeah, I'm definitely in the wrong room. So, <laughs> so I don't know what this other problem was that this other guy had. It sounds horrible, <laughs> but he goes out and he comes. It might back have in. been me in the other room. <laughs> and so, uh, so my wife, uh, as you guys, so she's a she's a paramedic but she's with the military so she's like assisted with knee replacements and stuff like that right and uh and so she's got uh, quite a bit of experience doing some of that stuff i mean i guess as much as you can have for a paramedic and uh and so she talked to the guy into letting her stay in the room during the vasectomy (laughs) that's terrible yeah she wanted to she actually asked if she could help and he was like no that is not going to happen (laughs) it's like normally we don't allow you to stay in the room i don't mind but they've yelled at me twice for that there will not be a third time for me letting (laughs) random people help so, uh, but uh, that's when, so like during the procedure, it was not comfortable. During? I, was, I was mostly numb, and, but it was not comfortable. It hurt quite a bit. Oh yeah. It's, and, it's not uh, good at all. Yeah, no. And, uh, and so, I mean, I'm fine now. I don't have the random torsion that you have, but, yeah. uh, thank you army. But I don't uh, think Tone has suck. listened to that whole episode. I, I don't think not. you've listened to any episodes. Probably. <laughs> I don't blame the you. First two. So I had a vasectomy for doing the army. And they say, all right, you're going to have some pain, discomfort. Turns out scar tissue and a blood clot are very not common that they don't tell you about. So I'm like, what, two weeks out or something like that for the vasectomy. And I can't, I can't move. It hurts so bad. So I drive in. Uh, I'm like, I'm in so much pain. Like, all right, you need to come in. Come in tomorrow at this time. So I, I, sh- I was so pissed. I showed up, but I forgot my ID card. <laughs> so the nurse goes, well, we can't see you. And I'm like, are you shitting me? She's like, oh, that's just what, that's just how it is. I'm like, all right. So I get in my car and apparently the nurse practitioner, whoever it was comes up. She's like, are you it's like, start yelling at this nurse? She calls me back. She's like, you need to get back here immediately. She's an idiot. And she basically said it because they shouldn't have turned me away. I'm like, all right, thank God. I go in there. They're checking it all out and stuff. It's like, all right, you got a blood clot, some scar tissue. The trick is to massage it out. <laughs> I do that every night. Well, I, I looked at her. That's I'm what like, got me in this predicament in the first place. That's a cool place. trick. Yeah. <laughs> nice. and she's like, that's the only way. Massage it out, warm and cold and everything like that. I'm like, no. She's like, what? I'm like, I'm not doing it. I can't walk. I'm not going to touch it. <laughs> it hurts so bad. And... She's like, well, that's how, what you have to do. I'm like, is there any other options? She's like, no. I'm like, I guess I'm just going to die. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a great headstone. Yeah, He's dead because from... he would not massage it out. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> he knows. didn't have the balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But no, I didn't massage it out. It, I took a hot bath for like nine hours. <laughs> and it eventually... Made me feel better about the whole situation. <laughs> and I was able to go to sleep. I, I just pictured Josh's bubbles and candles. I, I didn't have you know bath bomb. <laughs> I didn't have time for that. I was in there. It, it looked like a bath put in the middle of um, Full Metal Jacket, where he really killed himself. I'm just sitting in a bath like that. 
just waiting. It's like, it's a good thing I, I don't have any razors because I can't walk to go get them. <laughs> <laughs> the suicide's not happening because of inconvenience, not because of lack of willpower. <laughs> but no, it was terrible. I didn't... Because of that, I have the torsion. I have, oh, it's terrible. I have to wear special underwear. That's in an episode two. A thong? <laughs> Backwards. It's got like a... It's got a drawstring. I'm not yeah. wearing them right now. It's but... Because I went in for the torsion. She does, the, the doctor's like, you need to get underwear that has a lot of support. You need to get something that's going to give you a lot of support. Because if you don't have that, that gives the ability for it to torse. And It's like a ball sling? Oh, it's better. They make those. Those are like the the grundle the Luth, the grundle pouch and stuff like that. That was if, you, if you're listening to Luth Trading Company, well, that was a free plug. Yes, <laughs> the same kind I get on Saturdays. I don't think it's the same kind Josh gets on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Pretty They're sure. spelled the same. <laughs> <laughs> Words, but no, it's got like a drawstring. So you put it on, and you can actually tighten the drawstring to adjust the amount of support you get. I mean, you could literally pull it up to your belt buckle. Don't do it. It hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Just pull it real tight. How did you get the beans above the frank? It <laughs> <laughs> was, was a horrible schmelting accident. <laughs> Where's the top? Are, do you wear it like suspenders or how can you, how can you lift a, your... There's your, a drawstring right here. So the drawstring goes down and it's the pouch. It goes all the way around. I think it goes around his waist. And mm. No, no. It goes... The, the drawstring goes straight down and it's just the nuts. It's a drawstring saying you just pull it as tight as you want. It just... I don't know. It's like underneath, and it'll just you just pull it to where it's comfortable, and it feels nice. What's the drawstring attached to? The cloth of the. It's basically to itself. It's just one big string, like a pair gotcha. of sweatpants kind of thing. And you just pull it tight. It pulls that material. Up. So yeah, I was right. It goes around its waist. No, it doesn't. It just goes around <laughs> the nuts. It goes around the nuts. It comes up, and it's just right here. It's a drawstring, right? Yeah, that it goes around to. the nuts, but it doesn't go around the waist. So what holds up the drawstring? Your dick. That no, no, it's just right. right here. It's just literally the drawstring goes here, and this is where it is. And there's two out. So there's channels right there. in the cloth, is what you're saying. Yes, right? the cloth that goes around your waist. No, then where's that go? It goes around the nuts. There's there's the waistband, which is just a normal exactly. underwear waistband, Thank but there's you. no string in it. No strings. The attached. string is literally it's here. It goes through two little holes in the in the cloth? channel, the cloth, right. and the the drawstring goes straight down. And it just, it's around right. the nut cup. But he and was then asking you, what's holding that string up. It's the waistband. It goes around your waist. It's holding. The string? Yes. No. <laughs> the string does not go around the waist at all. We're not saying he's the string goes around the waist. Oh, I keep saying the string. And you're like, yes. Like, this is like who's on first. No, it I, is. Yeah. It really is. <laughs> no, I'm not. Okay. Now I understand. It's not a jock strap. Just seems like it would be higher <laughs> if they could pull it all the way up to your belt buckle. No, you, you could just pull it really tight. Sounds like a horrible decision. <laughs> it was. That sounds like maybe a compulsion. No, it was more of a curious. Like, I wonder how tight these things will go. No, 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 that was a terrible idea. I immediately regret this decision. I shouldn't have used the square knot. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Tied little knots in the end of it now, so that way I can't pull it that tight. I learned. Tight in the dark. It's like tying your shoes. You just don't want to make it too tight. Interesting. It seems like you wouldn't have had to learn that. <laughs> in fact, I don't think I need the two knots there to prevent me. <laughs> Sometimes I'm really excited when I put my underwear on. Just jump in. I don't have my socks on yet, so it goes really easy. Unlike Buck. And then, and then there's no ass cheeks in it? <laughs> the pants, yes. There's no ass cheeks in the pants. The underwear has ass cheeks. I told you it's not a it's not a jock strap. It's cut a normal it pair a of underwear. Should cut it into a thong. Should have cut well, it. Yeah, because they're comfortable. Mm-hmm. 
Tom knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, you sent me pictures. <laughs> My ass is way too pale and hairy. No, I shave. Lawnmower, man. <laughs> I don't. I have one too. You have one, but you don't do anything. I use it. For what? Mostly to trim my beard. That's not what it's for. I disagree. It, I, <laughs> they literally send you everything that refers to your nuts. Mm-mm. Well, okay, one thing they did, they just sent me like a big newspaper thing that you're supposed to stand on when you blast the boys. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how they worded it in the newspaper? <laughs> I had to read all the articles first. It was this very just informative. <laughs> but yeah, no. So that's how I deal with torsion. Sweet. Yeah, that's great. Standardized medicine. You've heard it here first. Yeah, it's going to be great. (laughs) I can't wait for them to not treat me like they do now. (laughs) It's going to be great. (laughs) Like, what's wrong with their back? Yeah. Good luck with that. Uh, Do you get that? The doctor calls. It's like, all right, what what is your expectation from treatment Uh, to be better? (laughs) <laughs> well we need we need like some sort of physical expectation to be 100 percent better that's not a realistic expectation okay um, <laughs> that's my goal though it's like well you need a better goal something more realistic all right what's a better one it's like let's go with 70 or 80 percent better like, 70s right. passing yeah i'm like well C's get degrees if that gets me past this conversation i guess that's what we're gonna go with but that seems like you're really cutting me short i've never had a doctor ask me that's the va yeah the va asked me that all the uh, time dude the last know. time i i saw the orthopedist for my knee he goes did you uh have a motorcycle accident no did you read my file <laughs> do no. you want me to i can, <laughs> I can plan that out if you want he's like well you got you know, a lot of hardware in there for like, well, yeah. He's like, well, you know, I could take all the free floating stuff that's in your knee out, but it's not going to stop the pain that you have. So what do you want to do about it? What's the point then? <laughs> I'm like, well, how about this? Um, if it moves around in there and locks my knee, then we'll take it out. But if it's not going to fix any pain, then we just let it go. That's a solid plan. I think we'll do that. <laughs> Nailed it. See you Good next idea. year. Right. Yeah. Did they ask idea. you what your expectations from treatment were? They would they would like to know where you, where you can see yourself in the future. No, because that's what he said about the surgeries. Like I can, it's called pearls, where you have these pieces of cartilage that are torn loose and just floating in your knee. He's like, I could take those out, but it's not going to stop your pain because you have you know the number of surgeries and the amount of arthritis in there. It's it's still going to hurt, but then we run the risk of infection and anything with the anesthesia, anesthetic shock. Yeah, and. That infection in your knee is no joke. Funny story. I think I told you about that one. It's a fucked up story, but not really funny. But we're not like going to mention any names. So somebody that it we served with. with Shareem. <laughs> <laughs> so his last Facebook post on this earth was, my knee is killing me. Thank you, VA. Who? Yeah. He got an injection in his knee and got an infection. And died. Yeah. From the infection in his knee. That is not oh. a funny story. The Facebook post was funny. Was it though? <laughs> oh, it's fucking, really? It's hilarious. We know him. I mean, you're in the military. So I'm assuming he died Were you in sepsis? the military? I was not. Oh, okay. Then you don't get it. Fuck, you're just a heartless bitch. 
No, I, 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 I understand. I get the comedic value because you must laugh at stuff like that. Oh, we knew him, too. But at better. the same time, that is a horrible story. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said, too, at first. But it, I told Darren that, and he's like, oh, my God, really? That's, <laughs> it's like, that's insane. <laughs> that's one of those things where you go, <laughs> There was no for us. Was just, we weren't French. We were just like, <laughs> oh my god! Go back and forth between this is funny, this is talk not about funny. foreshadowing. Yeah, that's a horrible story. Yes, sucks. Not really. It sucked to start with, maybe. At the end, he probably felt great. Probably not. Yeah. Little angel, <laughs> little angel wings going wherever, or he feels nothing. I mean, I don't think he cares now. Unless he's in hell, then he's probably like, damn it. Maybe he. He could tell you if it's hollow. Damn VA. If it's under Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> I always knew it was Colorado. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, Garden of the Gods, my ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a place in Colorado. I know, I've been there. Oh yeah, you used to live in the Springs. Yes, it's, it was wonderful. Not what it used to be. The Garden of the Gods. No, Colorado, Colorado Springs. Oh. Fountain security, Colorado Springs. Pretty much any city that's outside of a military base. Tends to go downhill free pretty fast, I think. All right, mostly that's, it's just right outside. That yeah, sucks. that's that's my opinion anyway. So no, that's it's facts. True, There's, those are facts. Yeah, it's <laughs> not a theory. I brought right. facts. This is my conspiracy theory about military bases. Right outside the gate of every military installation I've ever been to was like nothing but methamphetamines all over the place. Well, how else are you that's, supposed to stay awake when you're in the military? All right. I just think Touché. nobody else wants. I just think nobody else wants to live next to the military base, and so the crackheads slowly move in. I just said it was methamphetamines. Or that. It's probably some of each. <laughs> Details. Thank you. Thank you. In fairness, Take that book. In fairness, <laughs> I told you to be permanent now. Listen, I have, I have, I he have no me. knowledge he about went after drugs. You. He got you once. I don't know anything about narcotics. It could be one or the other. Or really? I'm not really sure. Really? Nothing. Uh, no. Nothing about narcotics. Not really. No. Okay. I've never taken narcotics. Smoked you, a lot have of you always asked nicely? Taking them. Don't want to get knifed please. by a meth head. <laughs> Not even the prescription ones. Um, I think that never, one. never to the point that I've ever been high on them. It sucks. I've taken like you know, like, I don't know, like T threes and stuff like that. We had, uh, we were going to the range one day. I had blown my knee out again. I had to go to the field. It's a hobby, and uh, it was me and another guy. And I was driving the Humvee, and I pulled over, and he's like, what's wrong, man? I said, dude, you got to drive. I am sliding off the face of the earth right now. <laughs> I Thank have, you, Percocet. So with things that I have been prescribed, I have combined them with alcohol to feel really good. But I've never just taken <laughs> That's that. That's the same thing. No, I don't think so. Yeah. It said right on the thing. Don't take with alcohol, unless yeah. you misread that. Yeah, I think so I, I think I read that Take it wrong. with alcohol. Yeah. That's a weird recommendation. <laughs> what is do I got to go to work, but the doctor said so. Here's a little hint. Do not take, take nothing with alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> it says denote. Take what with I understand. Alcohol. Well, well, at this point, I haven't drank alcohol in like 13, 14 years. And don't listen to him. He just doesn't like to party. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, woo, Ric Flair over here. That's <laughs> just, just that that episode I was listening to. We were, we were talking about doing that with Row out of a fish. <laughs> woo, doing a fish stand. <laughs> but no, um, as far as it goes, I I've been prescribed some and I hate it. The feeling and everything I get because 
I don't get the sliding off the face of the earth one. I get, why is all this skin on me so itchy? How come I haven't pooped in four days? <laughs> Do I need to wash my skin? This is weird. And then I can't sleep, and it's like, it's really hot in here, too. So I have Josh really hot, itchy skin. by it. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> I, I take enough fiber. It helps out. I mean, I don't have to worry about that, but it would be tramadol, which apparently... I had for three years in the VA. The VA is like, what do you take? And I gave him, I gave him a list like Tramadol. Where'd you get that? I'm like, you guys, we haven't prescribed that in like two years. Like, it keeps oh. coming in the mail. I'm like, well, I just finished it. So that's cool. <laughs> she, she, she looked back at the record. She's like, oh yeah, you were prescribed this in 2016. It's 2019. I'm like, oh, she's like, you still had it. Well, not anymore. <laughs> like the other one, like it yesterday. was delicious. Yeah. But I had to, I, cause it's like take one to two for pain. And I could not take two. It was not a fun feeling. Like, so morphine derivative. Yeah, and I was just like, nope, nope. I'll t- I can take one; it'll help. I take two. I'm very unhappy. I'm itchy, mm. and I need a new birthday suit. <laughs> 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 Apparently, this one needs washed. <laughs> All righty. It was just it, on I, that note. I don't know how people can do drugs. I don't get it. Well, I, I don't get it either. But there's a lot of people who love it. I know. It's a compulsion. I will say, like. And have that to do it. that and, can be a compulsion, but it's more of an addiction. Words. I didn't know words. <laughs> we just went over three different words that mean the exact same thing, but different. They're, that's medical terminology. That's not the exact same thing, then, is it? It's the same, but different. I'm glaring at you. <laughs> can you hear it? I hope everyone on the podcast can hear me glaring at you. What's that noise? It sounds like, that's my glare. Your glare sounds like her. Yeah, you hear it? <laughs> it sounds a lot like uh, Dustin Hoffman and Rain Man going over the bridge. <laughs> Ooh, should we go play blackjack? <laughs> I'm going to win. <laughs> All righty. Well, Tone, thanks for joining us. And uh, I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. It was a blast. Thanks for having me. For everyone oh. that can't see, he let me sit on his lap for half that episode. <laughs> <laughs> Don't believe that. <laughs> it was the whole episode. It's on, <laughs> it's on the internet now. It's true. It's true. That's how I operate. But you are welcome to join us anytime. Um, we were doing we Mondays, but Mondays don't work now, so now we're on Sundays. Mm-hmm. So if you care to join us. Sure. Right on. And... Once again, <laughs> take care, everybody, and uh, give us some suggestions. We're looking for some merchandise suggestions, actually, or even somebody reach out and just anything at this point. Just yeah. somebody reach out with anything. We're very needy. Just um, send us something with just a dot on it. I don't care. It just it proves that you're listening somewhat. I know. I feel like such a celebrity when like Dason or the the Night Watch guys or Night Walk, not Night Watch. Sorry, that's a good book. Um, when they uh, mention us in their podcast, I'm like, ooh, ooh somebody was talking about us. But they know us. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're talking about you guys, and they're like, oh, that Josh guy. Well, that's part for your life. <laughs> you say hard or part of my life? Par, par. Oh yeah, that was a golf term. I don't golf. It meant the standard. Why don't you just say the standard? Par sounds much better. Words. <laughs> and again, take care. Join us again next week. Did we miss it? Yes. Words. Okay. <laughs>